This is Financially Tuned with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard of Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory Group. Um, I'd like to also welcome our co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. How you doing, Tony? Oh, Baron, I'm doing great. I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a I've had a great week, and of course, the highlights always the show. Uh, but I had a great time with the family. Uh, but how about you guys, Baron? How have you been? Are you guys keeping busy there? Yep, keeping busy. Excellent. And Simon, you've been good. Yep, can't complain at all, Tony. Spend yeah, some and- time with family and friends. Good, good. And I know that you guys are busy there at Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. You guys always keep busy and have a lot of clients, and and that's great. Now, Baron, uh, what are we talking about on today's show? Well, Tony, today's show is called Retirement Planning for Couples. You know, besides the obvious benefits of being in a committed relationship, being part of a couple means that you have twice the amount of power to accomplish all of the desirable tasks in life you know, as well as all of the somewhat undesirable tasks in life. You know, everything becomes a team effort when you're married, from doing household chores to planning your social calendar and pretty much everything in between. However, the power of two, though, doesn't always work out very well when it comes to planning for, you know, one of the most important milestones in your life, and that's your retirement. An alarming number of couples fail to properly communicate and put a strategy together when preparing for their golden years. You know, many times one of the spouses will defer all of those decisions to the other spouse. So today we're going to talk a little bit about how couples can better prepare themselves together as a unit for their retirement plan. Excellent. Well, that sounds like a great show topic and one that I think a lot of folks can benefit from. I know my wife and I as well I have to have her listen to this show. Is this a current problem though? It sounds, I seem to think this is like a trend. Is this a current problem that you've encountered? Uh, You've been doing this for a lot of years and you've probably seen this come up, huh? Yeah, surprisingly more than I would have imagined. You know, in, in my years in the industry, I've kind of found that some couples are willing to discuss nearly every intimate detail imaginable, but they really don't want to have those financial conversations. Retirement planning, it can really be hard enough as it is, you know, let alone having to be in the dark about your partner situation. That's something that we really don't think is a good idea. Well, no, that can lead to trouble. And so that's, uh, you know, good advice. Avoid that. Maybe you can break this issue down for us a little more, though, Simon. Why do you think couples are having a hard time planning out their retirement? Well, Tony, there's a handful of reasons and obviously some common mistakes that they make regarding their retirement planning. The first one's pretty obvious, and that's simply just not saving enough. We were reading a survey that came out last year from NerdWallet and Harris Poll, and they're pointing out that of the Americans in relationships, 
that are either married or living with a partner. So you got to keep that in mind in regards to this survey. They're talking about that an alarming 33% said neither they nor their partner were saving for retirement. So a third of couples out there just aren't saving for retirement to begin with. Wow. And just as alarming and worrisome were that of the couples where at least one of them are saving for retirement, it doesn't get any better. Another third of those who said that they were partners were saving of that third, only 20% have an idea or 20% don't have an idea actually how many are contributing to the retirement accounts. Another 20% said that they generally don't have an idea of what the account value is. And similarly, 20%, those that are actually doing the saving are aware that their partner doesn't know how much they have or how much they're contributing to their savings. So they're either knowingly keeping them in the dark or they're aware that their partner simply just doesn't care. So all in all, it's pretty clear that there's issues among couples who are saving and not communicating what's going on when it comes to that topic, as Baron was talking about earlier. Well, yeah, and some of those statistics are staggering and uh, sounds like a huge problem, Simon. Uh, Baron, why do you think this is such an issue for couples to communicate their plans when it comes to finances and especially retirement? Well, I just think that it all boils down to re- uh, retirement planning just not really being a straightforward topic. You know, to me, it seems like it would be easy enough for couples to talk about it and be on the same page. But retirement planning can be complicated by many things, you know, for couples, uh, such as like uh, emotional subtext, you know, what are the unspoken thoughts or motives? What are the unspoken expectations? Uh, Another thing to look at was how were their past experiences? You know, were they good? Were they bad? How did they, you know, what did they go through? And also another thing that's kind of interesting is how money was handled or discussed while growing up. You know, maybe... The, the, the different spouses, they really kind of handled money very, very differently or the families handled money very differently while growing up. I mean, I can see how it would be hard for couples to know exactly where to begin that conversation. I think people would just much rather discuss the non-financial aspects of retirement. You know, it's, it's a lot more fun to plan where you'll live and what you'll do rather than figure out how you're going to properly plan and pay for it all. Yeah. But but why do you think that is, that couples avoid the important part of retirement planning? Well, I think a part of it is that people are just worried about what the numbers might reveal. You know, maybe they're embarrassed that they're not where they should be. Uh, the uncertainty that comes with retirement planning is certainly overwhelming and it just might cause many to, you know, many people to just as soon avoid the matter altogether. For many couples, it might be easier to just simply live in a state of blissful ignorance <laughs> than to try to calculate what reality is and how much they're going to need. You know, but just yeah. ignoring it can really lead to problems down the road. Yeah, obviously it can. And and ignoring things are, you know, the old uh, analogy, sticking your head in the sand and pre- it's not going to go away. You know, pretending right. it's not there, it doesn't help. And I think that makes you're making a great point. But again, those statistics are staggering and that's and that's sad. And that's why people need to, as a couple, uh, work with you guys, uh, Simon and Barron, as financial advisors and planners to help them through these types of issues, sit down, talk about it, get everything out in the open and come up with a plan. And then you leave feeling much better. Okay, we know where we're at. We've got a plan to to get on track or to you know have the money we're going to need in retirement. So uh, great topic, great show so far. 
Simon, that's about all the time we have for this segment. Do you have anything else you want to add before we take a quick commercial break? Sure, Tony. We know that this can be kind of an overwhelming topic for a lot of the listeners out there and the folks we come across. As Baron said, sometimes it's just hard to get that conversation started. Uh, so we wanted to direct folks to the website to give them some tools to do that. If you go to the website, you click on the radio link at the bottom of the page. There is a link there to the Retirement Income Toolkit. It's a great resource, gives you a number of guides for a variety of different topics about saving and how to get that conversation started, how to give you some guides to go about saving for retirement and seeing if you're on track or how to get started for saving for retirement. So you can go to the website, wellingtonadams.com, or if you're not on the internet, you're welcome to call our office, 855-793-2409. Just let us know your name, number, and reference the radio show. We'll be sure to get back to you. Again, that's 855-793-2409. Your financial data may be more vulnerable than ever. Criminals are able to purchase high-tech machines capable of skimming your credit card information from as far away as 25 feet. Protect your credit card information using an RFID data blocker card that can help prevent criminals from wirelessly skimming your data. Call Wellington Adams Investment Advisory at 855-793-2409 or visit wellingtonadams.com to learn how to get your complimentary RFID card today. Welcome back, everyone, to Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory Group. Also, our co-host, Tony Shore, is with us. Um, The title of this show is Retirement Planning for Couples. We've been discussing retirement planning for couples and how important it is that they have the right conversations and save as much as they can for the retirement that they want. Yeah, that's the key. And that was a great point in our first segment, kind of a wake-up call saying, hey, people, you've got to have this conversation. You need the help of a professional and save as much as you can. Great, great information, guys. So let's dive right back into where we left off. Other than the communication issues that you've been talking about, Baron, what's another area that as couples we need to work on when it comes to planning for our retirement? Well, as we discussed already, couples need to talk about their retirement planning in detail especially when it comes to where and how that money is invested. It's best to kind of take a step back and look at your retirement accounts as just one big portfolio for your future and determine where you're strong, you know, where you're doing really well, um, if your assets are invested appropriately, and whether you need to maybe make some changes or rebalance your portfolio. We actually use the color of money strategy to help clients allocate their assets in a way that's going to best meet the needs of their own unique individual situation. You know, many people spend their time and energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without really giving any thought on how their retirement assets are invested. So, I mean, while accumulating the right amount of assets for your retirement is important, It's also important to have your money and assets that are going to represent the risk and the safety that you want. Yeah. And that's really, really important. That's a good point. Uh, Those are all great points. And uh, you mentioned risk. Uh, That's really interesting. And maybe you could tell us a little bit about this color of money strategy that you use to help your clients. Sure, Tony. The color of money uh, risk analysis is just a tool to help outline the retirement assets you know, it depends on your different, everybody's different needs, goals. But what we want to do is just kind of break it down into categories, making it simple. We use red, green, and yellow money. 
So the red money is things like stocks, bonds, mutual funds. These are investments that aren't guaranteed and they're going to carry different levels of risk. You know, some being more aggressive and some being more conservative. They have higher potential for growth, of course, than the safe investments. But we've got to keep in mind that's because we're taking on a larger level of risk. On the opposite side, we have the green money. The green money is made up of things that are not invested in the stock market, have no downside risk, and they're kind of designated there to protect the principal. You know, things like some of the government bonds, uh, CDs, savings, fixed annuities, money market accounts, cash, those types of things. And then lastly, we've got yellow money. And as it implies, yellow is kind of a little bit of a step down from the risk of the red money. It's still invested in the stock market, but it's professionally managed. And I don't just mean, you know, your local broker giving you some pieces of advice from time to time, but we mean managed in a dedicated investment team, um, giving ongoing management for a particular goal, things like institutions and college endowments do. So the yellow money will allow you to invest in the market, give you more exposure to the greater long-term potential gains, but it'll smooth it out without such extreme ups and downs. So overall, it's kind of a diversification that we're looking at as far as the risk management and finding the right balance is one of the critical components of an overall financial plan. Well, that's a, that is a critical component. Thanks. Uh, and you know, the color of money uh, that comes up from time to time on the show. I know that's a great strategy you guys use uh, to really help uh, deal with risk and where our assets are at, how much is at risk, how much is not. Um, now, Baron, what else should couples be discussing and planning for then with retirement? Well, another important financial topic that couples should be working out regarding their uh, retirement is debt. It's always recommended that couples do whatever they can to reduce their debt so that they can start properly planning for their retirement as soon as possible. You know, additionally, uh, there was a 2015 survey from BMO Wealth Management, and it said that only 40% of Americans aged 60 to 64 own their homes outright with no mortgage debt. You know, if couples can start taking the necessary steps to invest wisely and therefore reduce their debt as much as they possibly can, it could make a huge difference on their retirement funds. Also, if a surviving spouse has little or no knowledge of the finances, it can really become a very difficult and stressful for them to get their house in order. There's enough sadness and stress when a loved one passes. You really don't want that extra uncertainty about your financial situation at that point. Right. You, you really don't. So what else? Uh, I mean, that's obviously something big that we need to plan for, especially as couples in retirement. Um, Simon, what kind of advice do you have for couples planning out their retirement? Well, Tony, we touched on it briefly, but we really can't stress enough how important it is not to leave one another in the dark. If we go back to that study I mentioned earlier, one of the things that came out as well was that 43% of those who have brokerage accounts don't consult their partner when they're making a decision on trading something in the account. You know, sometimes it's tough to have those open and honest financial conversations, but it's something important to do and to start doing earlier. I believe it's probably one of the arguably the best things that you can do for a marriage. You know, that's a topic that comes up quite a bit. Family Research Journal conducted a survey a few years back, and in their survey, they found that it was the number one cause of divorce being money issues. And you see it in study after study. You know it comes up quite a bit along with a lot of other big concerns. It's a top-ranking one for marriages and divorce and stress is uh, financial money saving 
issues. So that's one that is something that you can do something about. And while it's uncomfortable, sometimes you just have to make the effort. And, you know, you might not always agree on everything when it comes to the finances, but clearly it's an important topic to discuss. Take yeah, the risks with together. Yeah, take the risk together. Something to be comfortable about. Find a happy medium when it comes to some of those investing decisions. Make sure that you're on the same page when it comes to the big picture. You know, you might disagree on some of the details, but work towards that big picture and work on it slowly a little bit at a time. Yeah, great advice. And I think that's so important. And that's a good plan for couples to have, uh, you know, have frequent conversations about their finances, especially in retirement. Right, Baron? Yeah. Um, I'd also like to encourage couples to do what we call financial check-ins. You don't need to keep track of every single penny that you're both spending, but you really should from time to time have conversations um, that you're on the right path and that you're meeting those goals. Um, readjust if you're having trouble. I mean, you know, if you're having trouble and you got to make the adjustments, you need to talk about it and have conversations about it. Every relationship is different, but it's important for couples to find out what really works best for them. Yeah, it is. And uh, this is such an important topic. And I'm really glad you guys brought this one up today. Um, Obviously, it hits home for me. My wife and I were not quite there yet, but, uh, you know, pretty soon in just a couple of years here, we've got to really make sure we've got that plan well mapped out and are working with professionals uh, like yourselves. And I encourage our listeners to give you a call as well. You guys have great advice. Now, our time is almost up for this segment. Is there anything else you want to add before we take a quick break here? Well, just that at Wellington Adams, you know, our goal in our planning process is to really truly provide our clients with clarity to help with this process If you call our office at 855-793-2409, you can leave a message and ask to receive uh, our retirement income toolkit. Uh, Also, if you go online at our website, www.wellingtonadams.com, you can scroll down to the radio show and you'll see a pop-up that will be able to, you'll be able to receive the retirement income toolkit. You know, the foundation to our toolkit is broken down into four sections. Talks about income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, as well as legacy planning. And as you use these tools, you know, just try to remember that everyone could use a little help from a professional while planning their retirement. And Tony, we're more than happy to help. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Well, thanks, Baron. And thank you, Simon. Listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard here on Financially Tuned. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory by visiting wellingtonadams.com or by calling us at 855-793-2409. Welcome back, everyone, to our last segment for this show on Financially Tuned called Retirement Planning for Couples. We've been talking about some of the challenges that couples face when it comes to retirement planning. Uh, We also touched base on potential solutions for communication issues between couples that tend to arise when it comes to discussing their financial issues. Yeah, it sure does. Uh, I can attest to that. Um, Now, do you guys, Simon, do you have any other bits of advice for us for couples that are nearing retirement? 
Well, sure, Tony. Uh, one of the issues that we see frequently is that there's only one person handling all the financial matters. You know, it's human nature that some people just aren't as not as familiar and not interested in those types of things. And that's okay. Um, but that's one of the keys that attracts us to a relationship sometimes is balancing our strengths and weaknesses. And that's, you know, it's okay to lean on each other for those types of things, but we don't want to be in a situation where one person is in charge of everything and simply leaves the other completely in the dark. I think it's vitally important that both members in a relationship know what's going on when it comes to their finances and especially about leaving a legacy and those goals and being on the same page there. It's much easier if you've taken some steps that we previously discussed, but we want to encourage clients and when we talk to them to take the time to talk about their finances, keep it a conversation and less like a business meeting. You know, Tony, it's like many things in life. The more you do it, the easier it becomes. Well, yeah, and it is. And repetition is good. Uh, when you work on things regularly and you do it together, you're going to have a lot better results. I think that's a great point. And that's good advice. Uh, really, you both need to be in on financial decisions and your finances. And I, I bet you've seen a lot of issues, Simon, then when people do come in and only one person has been dealing with the finances and the other one's completely in the dark. That always leads to trouble, doesn't it? Sure does, Tony. So Simon, I bet you've seen that a lot then. Uh, over the years, you've seen a lot of couples come in where just one is completely in the dark, right? Yeah, unfortunately, it happens from time to time. And it's one of those things that not only is it difficult for us to move forward, because we got to kind of take a couple steps back, review and talk about what the overall goals are, what their plans are, make sure that both are truly on the same page. And often in those situations, they aren't necessarily. And you find kind of one person thinking this way and another person's thinking that. So it's a good exercise for them. But it does take a little bit of extra effort on our behalf to kind of outline those interests and make sure that they are on the same page. And if they're not, work through that to kind of outline some goals and make sure that they both feel comfortable and secure in what's going on in the future. Yeah. And before we move on, Simon, just one more question for you on that. Um, then when a couple, you prefer, I would assume, to meet with both uh, members, but of the both of the couple, the husband and the wife, uh, because you, rather than just meet with one or the other, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, from time to time, we do have someone come in and say that they do everything, that the other spouse isn't involved at all. But, you know, it's almost awkward for us at that stage because you don't know why that is and it's not comfortable for our side of things. So something's going to happen to that person. We want the other surviving spouse to feel comfortable working with us, that they did develop a plan and we want to make sure that we're looking out for them as a unit and not just informing one person. So, yeah, it's something that does happen. But, of yeah. course, it's much better to work with a couple and see that they're on the same page and that we're helping them as a household and not just one person's aspects of interest of what's going on. Yeah. So I know you'd prefer both be there when you meet with them rather than just one. And I think that is important. Now, Baron, is there anything else you can think of that might be good for couples to know? Actually, I was just thinking one of the situations that we haven't really discussed at all yet is um, about couples that are in their second or third marriages. You know, being in a second or third marriage can bring up its own set of retirement planning challenges, uh, such as dealing with adult children needing financial help or, you know, determining who gets what at death. You know, do you want the monies to be going to the child from the first marriage or to the spouse for the second marriage? 
there can be conflict with, you know, between providing for surviving spouses and providing for children from the first marriage. I mean, you know, so we have to try to work that out and discuss with the client what their main objectives are. It really becomes important to have then full disclosure and let the other person know about all of, you know, the financial obligations that they have, including uh, car loans, uh, credit card debt, loans to family and friends, etc. There are lots of things to consider when preparing for retirement, and it can get more complicated when uh, past marriages are part of the picture. Yeah. And Baron, uh, regarding that, you've you've brought this up before to me, and that is uh, that right there is a reason to make sure you update your beneficiary designations if you have been divorced, right, and remarried? Uh, yeah, absolutely. A lot of times we see the uh, big mistakes being made and the real sad stories where the clients had really wanted to do, you know, leave certain benefits to certain either spouses or children and they weren't set up properly or they weren't um, redone when the marriage, you know, when they got remarried, they didn't sure. update those beneficiaries. And that can really have a devastating effect. And obviously the client's wishes weren't carried out the way that they wanted to simply because they didn't update their beneficiary forms. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't understand those beneficiary designations. Uh, they take precedent over anything else. Even if you've updated your will, if you have an account or finances and there's a beneficiary designated, that beneficiary is going to get that. It avoid it doesn't go through probate and the will doesn't affect it. Uh, they're going to yep. legally, that is who's going to get it. And if yep. you forget to change that, that would be terrible, wouldn't it? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to avoid that one. Well, unfortunately, guys, our time is just about up for this week's show. Simon, is there anything else you want to share with us before we go today? Well, we just want to let the listeners know that no matter where they're at on their financial retirement journey, that they have options, you know, especially if they seek out help of a trusted financial professional, they can ensure that their retirement is going to be on track. We mentioned earlier that if you go to the website, you can download uh, that retirement planning toolkit. You can also call into the office if you're not computer savvy or don't like to be online. 855-793-2409. Baron mentioned it covers four different topics, get you started on that process. And then we're happy to sit down with you and do a complimentary consultation, go over the information that you've started talking about there, put together a concise plan and help you outline those goals and get you on track for where you'd like to be in the retirement. Again, yeah. the phone number here is 855-793-2409 or visit us at wellingtonadams.com. All right. Well, guys, that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard. And everyone, we just want to say again, join us next week, same time, same place for another show of Financially Tuned. Take care and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Baron Fitzgerald or Simon Hilliard at Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. Call 855-793-2409 or visit them online at wellingtonadams.com.
All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Baron Fitzgerald, Simon Hilliard, and Wellington Adams Investment Advisory are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.